Welcome to the What Moves Us podcast. I'm Natalie Reyna, a dancer and mover with a master's degree in clinical psychology and founder of Reyna Movement, an organization that teaches people tools to slow the motion of their lives and reconnect to their bodies. Join me as I talk with ordinary people finding extraordinary healing by connecting to their bodies through different types of movement. My mission is to spread the message that tuning into our body is not only accessible, but key to our mental health and healing journeys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What Moves Us. This is your host, Natalie Reyna, and as always, I'm super excited to bring you a story of ordinary people finding extraordinary healing through movement. Today, we welcome Nicole Sanchez, a dancer and fitness enthusiast who was born and raised in Baguio City in the Philippines. Nicole began Filipino folk dancing at a young age, but eventually found her way into other forms of dance, such as pop, cheer, and hip-hop. At around age 19, when Nicole moved to the United States, she attended San Jose State University, where she received her bachelor's degree in industrial and systems engineering. While completing her degree, Nicole danced and performed with one of the most intense companies in the Bay Area, which is how we met, and performed for Vibe Dance Competition, World of Dance on Stage, among many other performances. Now, Nicole is currently working as an engineer in a construction management and project management firm and is pursuing her MBA at UC Davis. Though Nicole's not actively dancing, she participates in regular training sessions with F45 and prioritizes listening to what her body needs. So without further ado, here's Nicole. I'm here today with another dear friend, Nicole, who I just admire and love, and I'm super excited to get to talk with her today. So Nicole, welcome to What Moves Us. Thanks, Nat. Really happy to be here. Yes, yes. And I yeah, I can wait to dive deep with you. Yes, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, I'm super excited. And um, so as I mentioned, and as I've done on other episodes, um, I like to ask my guests if they have anything that they like to do to kind of ground or center before they start their movement practice. And so I'm going to toss that to you. Yeah, thanks for that question. So um, before I do any movement or anything at all, I try to... Um, prep myself in two different aspects. One is obviously have to mentally prep whatever I have to do for that day, whether it be like movement, whether it be, you know, like going into a meeting or leading a meeting or going to a dance practice, a workout. I have to mentally prep because I believe that there's a saying that says, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Mm. So you always have to be like intentional before you go do anything so in terms of movement um like for our previous dance practices um those practices are rough <laughs> so what I'm before I go in I always have like a moment in my car <laughs> to just like breathe in breathe out talk to myself like you got this everything's going to be fine it's going to be tough but you know you'll be doing it with everyone else so <laughs> yes. you can do it get to talk to yourself um also before like working out um I try to get there early um to give you a little bit of context whenever I go to the gym or our gym is actually it's called F45 and there's like um TVs in front where it shows like the workout that you're going to do for the day so it's always good to go in early so you have like an understanding of what you're going to do what muscle groups are you going to work on for the day so just prep yourself 
and then start stretching. Like if you see you're going to do lots of arms, stretch those arms, <laughs> give them some more love, you know? So yeah, stretching, be there early and everything else, you know, just give your 100% and then everything else will be fine. Beautiful. That's how I see it. Yeah, totally. Wow. I th- I feel like that's like such good advice. It's like to show up and kind of give yourself that moment to like be with yourself and just like breathe and yeah, mentally prepare. Yeah. Very yeah. important. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great tip. And so for anybody that's listening, listening, definitely, you know, give yourself that extra time, show up early, take that deep breath, start that stretch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And just get it, get it uh, where you need to. So Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I like to start also by um, getting a little bit of background of our guests. So Nicole, I, I just, I just love you. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're such a badass. Um, and so if you Thank could you. just start with like a little bit of your background, like where you grew up, what it was like, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of what, uh, just yeah, a little bit of your background. Yeah, so my background, I was born and raised in the Philippines. Um, I was there for 19 years. And then when I was 19, I moved to the United States with my dad and my sister. Um, I did two years of college in here. I went to San Jose State. I got my bachelor's in industrials and systems engineering. And then from there, I started working um, in a semiconductor firm, um, Fujifilm. I started with them as an intern and they took me in as a full time. And then later on, for some reason, I got into the construction industry. I don't know how. I don't have any background in construction, but they took me in. So now I work in a construction management and project management firm. Learned a lot within the last four years. And yeah, now I'm trying to go back to school for some reason. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to kind of like um, prepare myself for more later on. I feel like I have a lot more things to do, to offer. So kind of go back to school, get my MBA. And then, yeah, basically that's an overview. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And so you grew up in the Philippines. Um, mm-hmm. Is that where you started like dancing? Is that where you started movement? What can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so yes, that's where I started dancing. I actually started dancing at three grade and I started doing folk dancing at that time, Philippine folk dances. Wow. So I was a very shy kid when I was little. Okay. And it just so happened that my dad's friend's mom, my dad's friend's mom was <laughs> <laughs> teaching in the same um, elementary school that I was in and that mom that teacher basically is like in charge of the dance program in her school and then my parents my dad was like can you you know help her out like she's really shy she doesn't really you know talk to people that much like would you be able to like look out for her and like maybe like have her into your program or something like that so I'm like okay I guess I'll do it once the teacher like reached out to me and then since then I started making new friends you know I started Mm. talking to people more kind of like um yeah become a little bit more social because of dance okay and people started to get to know me because I was on stage you know performing and then some kids would be like oh hey I saw you perform so it was like 
it was a nice like conduit to me to get to meet, meet different people and then from there from third grade all the way to I think uh sixth grade it's like all like folk dancing and stuff which was wow. really nice can you talk about like folk like Philippine folk dancing and like what does it look like what is what did it feel like for you to like get into it yeah it was it was fun at first obviously I was really like self-conscious because sure. I didn't really know how to dance and the costumes are just like big I don't know if you've mm. seen any um Filipino costumes it's like for women they have like a big shoulder pad like right. it's in here yeah so those are it's never really like fit which is which is great because you can move around but most of the time for ladies it's like dresses and stuff like that okay and I didn't get to try like the folk dance where they have like um candles in both hands and then they do like movements like this like that's very cool but I've never done stuff like that but it at the same time I would say most of those advanced folk dances you need to be kind of athletic oh I see (laughs) there's like some jumping and stuff using like um some bamboo sticks on the floor I don't know if you've seen those yeah yeah so you have to have good coordination but there's I was on the kind of beginner level folk dance I see okay okay (laughs) yeah yeah super fun and yeah from since then I started doing um a little bit of cheer okay I transitioned to cheer and then to pop dance or yeah modern dance as they call it and then high school I transitioned into hip-hop oh wow yeah I met more hip-hop friends and then that's also one of the reasons why I did hip-hop here because that was I really enjoyed hip-hop back home okay Oh, yeah and then I met you guys <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah okay so you had this kind of like history already with like dance and movement in the Philippines and mm-hmm. then um and then you came over to the, to the U.S. and yeah it's kind of interesting that like yeah it seems like you started dance as a way to kind of like get out of your shell and like kind of break the shyness and then yeah do you think that that kind of was a similar thing when you came to the U.S., like helping kind of transition into a new place? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because when I moved here, it was it was really tough for me because obviously you're leaving 19 years of your life. Yeah. You know, you, you leave all your friends, your family, your home, everything that you know, moving into a completely new place. And when I moved here, I I do have my sister and my dad and, you know, my grandma, but I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any money, no car. I don't know how to get around. (laughs) I I feel like I have all the time in the world, but I don't have anything to do. So all you think about is like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. Oh, no. (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) Right. So, yeah, it was it was tough. But I tried to, um, yeah, look into dance studios around here and then yeah I tried some little dance studios here and there and it was nice it was cool until um I started looking into teams and then yeah that's how I got to know more people you know through dance again sure yeah starting from no friends or no one and then yeah getting to know people through dance again which was cool yeah yeah totally that's uh I could imagine that like 
having that as kind of a foundation and a base for you to like fall back to like being in a totally new place where you're like sad yeah (laughs) yeah because you have no one so like do something (laughs) yeah there was like a jumping off point for you to like find a community to to be a part of yeah exactly wow okay and then if I remember correctly didn't you work in a gym too like at some point like yeah, <laughs> that was one of my many part-time jobs <laughs> while I was in school. Okay, that was cool too because I feel like that was one of the first times I got into working out. Okay, very beginner level. Sure. Once you work in the gym, you are surrounded with obviously personal trainers, um, people who are fitness enthusiasts, things like that. So you get to learn about like, oh, this is how they use this machine. <laughs> this is what you drink before you work out. This is what you drink after you work out. Like right. the basic. So okay. that was a good, I guess, um, starting point for me to get into working out or be more more self-conscious, I guess, about my body, my performance of my body. So yeah, I'm very grateful for the job actually. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, I feel like it definitely gave you, I I just remember asking you questions or like about workout, Mm -hmm. about like specific things about my arms. I remember, I don't know if you remember (laughs) that, but I do. (laughs) And I was like, help me. Cause I have these like noodle arms and I need help. (laughs) I wasn't even a personal trainer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, cause you just know that you you know your stuff. So I was like, Nicole. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I think that kind of like does tie into, um, to just the path that you're even on now and like where you've like found yourself um getting yeah. into like fitness and being in like really good shape like really good shape so. Oh, <laughs> um so yeah okay so walking back so you were uh you just got to the United States you were mm-hmm. feeling sad and looking for like dance teams and companies places classes mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff um mm-hmm. and then and then what <laughs> good question <laughs> well um in the beginning um when I was still trying to look for classes or teams um I I did join a team in school in San Jose State okay um I think I did perform with them once and it was it was pretty cool um but I didn't really stay for more than a year I believe I only did it with a few of my friends who wanted to dance, which was, you know, like a cool, like bonding moment for all of us. Yeah. And then I wanted to do a little bit more. Like I wanted to train more. I wanted to be better. I wanted to be, you know, around people who are a lot better than me, who would push me to be better. Mm-hmm. And that's where I found our dance team, AOV. Yes. <laughs> that's where I you guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah. um, I think, I don't know if I've talked about AOV on any of these episodes before, but AOV is like a pretty, it was a really well-known dance team company, um, pretty intense, known for its intense training and, and all that. So very intense. And I'm sure you yeah. got what you were looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Research before you join any team. Yeah, <laughs> know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So, uh, so you found AOV and started that whole journey and that whole process. Um, yeah. Do Do you have anything that you want to say about that or share about that? Um, I think it's good to compare it with my 
past um experience in the Philippines um because I did I did dance in the Philippines with a team before too but it was like all like fun and all um just mostly with friends and then we would book stuff local stuff where we would be shown in like local tv local commercials things like that so it's all like smiling and just like happy dance you're like yeah it's pretty cool but when I moved here it's like very like a a culture shock I guess Mm -hmm. because it's like oh I can't I can't do all these things that I've been doing before so it's like a lot of um discipline was instilled in me I guess Mm. from that big transition such a big contrast actually but um it's like yeah two very like two extremes (laughs) at some point sure yeah but yeah (laughs) Yeah, totally. Well, the discipline aspect of it, I am curious if you could talk a little bit more about that, because obviously there's like a lot of like mental health stuff around discipline, like both for the positive and for the negative. So I'm curious if you can talk to that um, just and how, if you've seen it like influence or impact your like regular life too, like beyond dance. Yeah, so um, discipline aspect, I guess I'll talk about both like dance and working out. Sure. So it's not just limited to dance. Um, well, first, when I first joined AOV, obviously it was different kind of discipline. <laughs> it's like, very hardcore. Very hardcore. It was like to a point where you have to hear things that's not really good for your mental health. Mm. You know, it's good to push you to a certain level. But at the same time, once you exceed like a certain threshold, it's like instead of being motivated to push more, it's like you're dragging yourself down. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is like not really good in that aspect. Right, right. But at the same time, it kind of like taught you how to um be more um, I guess, self-conscious on what you do on your in- in every movement right on uh, like what you eat too because that has an effect on how you move you know how you breathe if you're like working out or like doing a hell week like or hell couple weeks two weeks <laughs> if you're doing back to back to back to back 14 days straight like of dancing for more than eight hours a right. day or a night right it it has a really big toll in your body so just being disciplined on what you put into your body mm. and how you take care of yourself, how you sleep mm-hmm. and how you think about yourself, about your movement. That's that's a big thing, right? Like same thing with working out. It's like, it's good to be disciplined, like be consistent as much as you can. Right. But at the same time, if your body is like saying, I can't do it today or like, um, I think I, I don't know, my left shoulder is not okay right now like maybe I need to rest it maybe I need to ice it right something maybe it's in the verge of having an injury like you know it's okay to take it down slow down don't listen to people who say no that's for weak people right right (laughs) you have to like listen to your body Mm -hmm. you have to take good care of it you know especially I think for for women it's like if if you're on your period it's different like men don't understand how hard it is to work out while you're in your period yeah 
you know when you're feeling bloated and stuff doing ab workouts it's like, i don't even want to laugh or like please <laughs> i'm on that time with a month how much more doing for doing like a workout or ab workout so it's just like listen to your body yes you have to be disciplined at the same time take care of it take care mm. of your body mm. you know what i mean yeah. there's a certain level of discipline discipline that you have to meet but compensate it <laughs> with something else yeah i hope that makes sense totally no that totally <laughs> makes sense it's like yeah because you want to be in a place where you like are pushing yourself to like get a certain result but like you don't want to do it at, at your own expense like at your own body's like being the sacrifice here like <laughs> yeah exactly you got to think of like long term mm. too like it's good right now but is your is this sustainable is this kind of lifestyle or, or training working out sustainable for you long term like you're not going to last for more than 5 years if you keep doing you know back to back to back high intensity you know no breaks kind of training right. so yeah, just got to be smart about that. Yes, I love that. Is how you're training sustainable? That's like such a good, that's a, such a good question. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so obviously like that kind of, that experience impacted you in that way. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think was the shift for you when you were able to like start listening to your body? Like, do you think you always did a good job listening to your body is the first question. No. And then- <laughs> yeah so um I feel like I wasn't really good at that when I was with AOV sure sure (laughs) or when I was younger yeah totally because it's there's always that push like an outside push it would always just be there and say you have to keep going you have to keep pushing Mm -hmm. if not you know you'll be deemed as one of the weak ones or you know like um you won't get a spot on this certain set or, you know, it's just not a good look for you like yeah. from an outside perspective. Right. So in some way you're kind of people please. Yes. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's kind of sucks, but at the same time, like that's, that's what I did. That's what we did. Right. You have to kind of like reach someone else's expectations mm. For you to be at a certain level or to be in a certain set sure and yeah it's it's like um a good example would be when I got injured <laughs> I really <laughs> I was out for a few months yeah. at that time right and it was like I think vibe was coming up mm. it was a, a second year of vibe that I wanted to be in or I, I wasn't able to do the first year of vibe that I was supposed to be in but on the next year I injured myself a few months before but then I really really wanted to do it yeah because like I let my first moment pass and now I have to do it this year right so even though I wasn't 100% and no one was really pushing me you know no one said you have to be in the set it was my own decision to still keep going but at the same time it's like it wasn't really in the best interest of my body at that time you know it's just my ego trying to be like you have to do this you have to be part of this right um but yeah it was tough like the whole two hell weeks was tough even before the hell week like even stretching stretching my my foot at that time it was rough 
and there was times where I would come home I would be like limping and I was like what what am I doing why am I doing this right at the same time, it's like it's too it's so close like a few months and then you'll do it you'll you'll make it you're like you got this but yeah at that time I wasn't really good at listening to my body sure same goes with like um sleeping oh yeah you know <laughs> we <laughs> at that time practicing from 9 p.m to 1 a.m on a regular like if we have shows coming up it's more than that and it's until like 6 a.m or whatnot right and then you still have to go to school you have to go to work you still have to be on your a game on those you have to be mentally present but I wasn't 100% on all those things. Like I wasn't 100% in dance. I wasn't 100% at work, at school. So it's like everything was divided. Yes. Even my attention, you know, my energy, effort, it wasn't there. So yeah, I wasn't good at listening at that time. But now I'm trying to be more conscious. Obviously, your body's not getting any younger. Right. <laughs> yeah so like what was what was the flip for you like what made you realize like okay like I gotta like listen to myself now because I feel like I've also had a similar experience where I'm like oh my gosh what did I do like that was yeah madness and like even people from the outside are like what are you doing and it's like you don't get it like you this is what you have to do right like so like what was that shift for you into like okay I'm gonna tune into my body and like hear what it's telling me yeah, I think it started when I left the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not saying there's a correlation or anything, but it started when I left the team and I started my um, other full-time job, my new full-time job at the airport. Okay. Um, I felt like that job required more of my mental capacity. You know, like it's a new industry, um, new project. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I have to be 100% in everything I do. I have to show up to meetings prepared. I have to present like 100% um, accuracy, like things like that. Yeah. I can't half-ass it. Right. I can't be, you know, being, I, I can't be working out or being a dance practice at midnight and then expect myself to show up 100% at 8 a.m. the next day. Right. You know, that's, that's not how it works. It's like that phase of my life was over at that time. That's when I started realizing like, oh my God, I I guess I can't do a team anymore because that's yeah. a lot of dedication. Right. And then, yeah, from there, I started working and I wanted to still get a workout in because okay. my, my clothes were getting tight. Yeah. You know, I still need to, <laughs> I still need to exercise. Because I don't have dance anymore. I have to have something else, a different kind of movement. So I started looking into gyms around um, my area, okay. my new area at the time. And that's when I found F45, which was really efficient for me. It's only 45-minute workout. Oh. High intensity works really well for my body and my, my schedule. Sure. You know, I don't have to be there for more than an hour, which is perfect. Totally. And I feel like it gives my body the the intensity of a workout that I want to, to have okay. at the same time. It's like, I still have a lot of rest, rest time. So it was an, in that moment where I feel like, Oh, I can actually put in this type of workout without taking up so much time, 
you know, I still have downtime for my body to recover or relax. Right. So, yeah, being more active, I guess, and work on the working out part made me more conscious about that. Mm, yeah. yeah. And so it's like CrossFit kind of vibe or like what is F45? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like CrossFit, but F45 means um functional 45. So it's basically functional workouts oh. with 45 seconds. I mean, not 45 uh, minute workouts. Okay. So yeah, it's a HIIT workout or high intensity interval training okay. workout. It's a, a type of exercise where they alternate like several rounds of high intensity or high explosive movements okay. to a point where it'll raise your heart rate oh. to at least like 80% of your max heart rate. Wow. Okay. And then, yeah. Followed by like um a little bit of rest, maybe like 15 seconds of rest. Mm. And then you work again for like, I don't know, 45 seconds and then rest. I see. Work, rest, work, rest, basically. So oh. yeah. Cool. Super fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, so like that kind of allows you to, that's interesting that the rest is like built into the workout. Like that's new. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like. And water breaks. <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, it sounds like they're kind of giving you the information too. Cause even just hearing you talk about that, like you, it, it seems like you have an understanding of like why you're doing what you're doing, which is also like really important when you're like trying to train or to work out or to whatever, like get better at whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They have like um coaches in a class. They have like one or two, sometimes more than two coaches. And, you know, at the end of the workout, you can always go to them and ask, hey, this feels weird. My back feels weird when I do this workout. So they'll tell you, oh, because, you know, your form or maybe your weight isn't here. You know, they'll, mm -hmm. they'll help you with it. Right. And they do the same while you're doing the actual workout. I see. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. That sounds super fun. Like it's way different it experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you, so are you still dancing at all or is it full F45? Um, I, I actually took a dance class with Marie last week. Yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. When yeah. was the last time that you danced? Uh, that time last week, but okay. before that, um, I took another dance class with, again, with Marie, Chung, and Stacy. So oh, shout out. <laughs> yes, shout out to the homies. <laughs> yeah, so we took that class maybe like months ago, maybe. Okay. Two, three months ago. Yeah, but before that, I really haven't danced. Yeah, last time I did before that was I took Francis, um, like a choreography uh workshop oh cool yeah, like for a few weeks right yeah. okay so I did that but other than that I I don't really dance like that unfortunately yeah I can't yeah I feel like my body just wants to rest at like 8 p.m <laughs> I'm not going out <laughs> like please dance classes are, are late they so. are yeah <laughs> totally oh yeah well, no, that's awesome though. I mean, like you're, it sounds like you're in a new, a new era, listening to your body, listening to yeah. like what you want to do and what feels good for you. So that's, that's exactly. what matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay. Cool. And then do you have like anything new or exciting on the horizon that you're like looking forward to that? Like, I know you have your YouTube channel, like you got to talk about uh that a little bit too. <laughs> Yeah, um, I like trying new things, mm -hmm. a lot of new things. You know, if I never tried 
um at 45 in the beginning like I would have never been you know this consistent right or in this level of fitness I'm in right now mm. but yeah I do have that YouTube stuff going on I haven't posted in <laughs> okay. but I'm trying to get back into it <laughs> mostly about um yeah just the adventures that we do I like the idea of having like um those homemade videos you yes. know when you're young, it's like you look back and be like oh my god we did that yes. I I like I love that idea so that's what I'm trying to do with my YouTube it's like one day I want to watch all of them be like oh my god I can't believe we did those right so yeah there's that and then I'm um, at F45 we always have this like challenges so I'm looking forward to that too cool um, yeah <laughs> we do like week I don't know like four weeks long of challenges where like you eat healthy you work out and then you measure your body in the beginning and then you measure it again in the end wow so you see how like your body fat your muscle mass has changed and stuff like that so yeah that's always fun to look forward to yeah that's awesome (laughs) and it sounds like you have like a nice community there too of like like like-minded people that like will support you with whatever with whatever you were doing so that's awesome yeah accountability yes accountability is very important (laughs) yeah um and then if you were going to be talking to somebody who was like kind of struggling with mental health and they're like looking you know at movement as a way maybe of like getting you know getting better getting into something like what what would you want to tell them what would you want to share with them do it don't (laughs) even overthink it do it you know like don't get stuck into like analyzing Mm. if you want to do it if you want to move it'll help you like go somewhere or with someone who has experience um it's always good to be around a team again account accountability is good um you know if you're thinking about going into a gym that's good too um but having someone with you makes a big difference Mm. because it kind of like instills some type of discipline into you. Like this person's relying on me to go today. So you guys have to go together. And yeah, just don't forget to have fun. Because if it's not fun for you, it's, it's not going to work out. It's not going to last. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just have fun with it. Yeah. Oh, yay. Oh my gosh, Nicole, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I feel like this was awesome. Like I, yeah, that was a really um, insightful conversation. And um, is there anything else that you like want to add? Anything else that you want people who might listen to this to take away? Um. Lastly, maybe I would just want to say, just be consistent mm. with anything you do. If you're trying to do something new, try something new, be consistent. Right. If you want to see results, just be consistent. Don't um compare yourself with other people. If you want to compare, compare yourself with who you were previously, who you were yesterday, who you were last week, and then, you know, measure your progress from there. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Those are great, <laughs> great words to end on. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yay, thank you so much, Nicole. That was so awesome. Um, And thank you all for tuning in to What Moves Us. And we'll see you again next week. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the What Moves Us podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe for more, and check out my website at reinamovement.com, R-E-I-N-A movement.com. Thank you.